Hello, and welcome back to Setting the Captives Free podcast, where we meet to be set free from captivity of mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual bondage of the enemy. And while many of us have been taken captive spiritually by the enemy and don't even know it or can't recognize spiritually where he has us imprisoned in his system, I'm here to help bring awareness to such places and tactics. And also, while the enemy's main motive and intention is to steal, kill, destroy, and lastly, to twist your thoughts and emotions toward God, to mislead you into being disloyal to our God and side with him, the enemy, I'm sure my duty and desire is to help us clarify who the enemy really is and to reveal uncovered and shed light to all darkness being a light the light in such a dark world for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places so become family and join us as we break down what that means through real life experiences while setting the captives free. What has the world come to? Feels like we're living in an old movie that never ends. It just replays over and over again. It repeats itself over and over again, in which it leads me to think of all the deja vu moments and more because nothing feels new and life just keeps repeating itself in deja vu moments we it'll instantly come and we'll be like i was here before i seen that before i was in this moment before everything just feel like it's repeating itself here and there or we've done this before and ecclesiastes chapter 1 9 through 11 it states what has been will be again what has been done will be done again there is nothing new under the sun is there anything of which one can say look this is something new it was here already long ago it was here before our time no one remembers the former generations and even those yet to come will not remember by those who follow them and that my friends was from solomon's personal experience he titled everything is meaningless and to reference i am coming from the bible and i just read you ecclesiastes i'm sorry chapter 1 9 through 11. and so it makes me think about when he says everything is meaningless it makes me think about our human experience and existence every day we wake up and do enough maybe a little more to make it through the day and make it past that to create the life we want to see for ourselves and family business-wise entrepreneurship degrees wives husband or just a dream of financial stability and security or some push past doing more than enough to hit celebrity ship and i know that ain't even a word but (laughs) 
some people push past doing enough to overdoing it because they're trying to reach celebrity status if that was their dream but that scripture spoke of no one remembering the former generations and even those yet to come when i think of generations i think back about our moms and fathers generation then i think of our grandmothers generations which is their mom then i think about our great grandparents generations or our great grandfather generation and the storyline has really been the same in our human experience from freedom to enslavement to equality and laws in place to laws being taken out but still the same demonic spirits traveling through generations of people and families the same storylines of everything evolving materialistically been here before but evolving like telephones there's something that's materialistic but it's been here before we went from a home telephone that we had to put your finger in and spin it all the way around and then our way now to an apple touchscreen phone a glass cell phone at that and evolving as the human species because at first there was no telephone then there was an inventor there was an inventor who god imparted the idea and the how-to and then he created it and god saw that it was good and he saw that it was good the creator and that was back then and then more inventors came and invented and made names for themselves contributing to society and this human experience and today we're doing the same things we are inventing and making names for ourselves climbing ladders to get away from the bottom as much as they'll allow us to with the little freedom that they allow us to have we come here in this human experience from infancy to grandparents or should i say senior citizens and we all do the same things over and over again each lifetime now remember i said that solomon said that nothing is new nothing under the sun is new he said is there anything of which one can say look this is something new really we can't only thing is it's a more evolved version of that thing we're birthed here on earth and go from babies to kids to young adults to adults to aunties and uncles to grandparents all working and making a way or a living some of us settle in life and do just enough to get by some of us go to college some of us become entrepreneurs and even go hard enough to become famous celebrities some of us want to become governors politicians or big ceos of corporations and some of us do meet those goals and some of us we get stuck at the bottom because we can't evolve because of the spirits that are hunting generations of our generations that are attacking us and keeping us from, to, uh, from making it to where we're trying to go 
And that part, a lot of people haven't understood what's been stopping them from getting there. And they have tried and they have tried and they don't know to go back and repent for bloodline, you know, things that the bloodline may have did. They don't know that they may there may be spirits on the bloodline fighting us. So some people know it and some people don't. But lifetime after lifetime, we chase the wind. Each generation do life over and over again, maybe with an added twist to them and a little sugar on top. Then we die. However, we die. I want to read more of Solomon's experience. And he wrote in Ecclesiastes. I'm going to start at chapter one and I'm going to read one through eight. It states the words of the teacher, son of David, king of Jerusalem, meaningless meaningless says the teacher utterly meaningless everything is meaningless what do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the under the sun generations come and generations go but the earth remains forever the sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises the wind blows to the south and turns to the north round and round it goes ever returning on its course all streams flow into the sea yet the sea is never full to the place the streams come from there they return again all things are worrisome more than one can say the eye never has enough of seeing nor the ear its feel of hearing what has been will be again what has been done will be done again there is nothing new under the sun if y'all think and look back what can you say is new nothing not even the crimes not the same black on black crimes not even the racism crimes the hate crimes government crimes still today we're doing freedom speeches incarceration of black men crimes against humanity the same speeches epidemics pandemics plagues viruses rapes killings selling of people for whatever reasons those same spirits traveling through generations of generations of families and people and you still have those people on different sides of the coin. It's only two sides, heads and tail, good and bad, up and down, going up in life, going down in life, forward in life, backwards in life, evolving or devolving. And the only thing that's constant is the world will continue, continually revolve. So why are we here again? Because when we understand the death of we are spiritual beings having a human experience we'd understand that we came here birthed into this world through the portal of our human mothers to have an human experience and we all keep having familiar or rather the same experiences doing it over and over again until we evolve mentally and spiritually 
generations of our people. We do this life thing over and over again until we learn to evolve mentally and spiritually. Now, our great grandmothers, we have all evolved, you know, past where they were. Like each generation evolves a little bit more than the last generation, but there are still attacks on the bloodline, spirits on the bloodlines, curses and patterns on the bloodline that many don't i'm sorry that many don't evolve and become better in or don't learn what this is or that is and some families and generations they never even evolve enough to make it past what our grandmothers and our mothers used to go through when it comes mentally and spiritually and emotionally the life lessons of life you know what i'm saying the lessons of life sometimes it's people um a good example i know somebody who's who's 40 and she's still going through the same things that her parents went through or the same patterns and curses on their generational bloodline that she's still carrying it out not learning from what her mom did she's still repeating the same mistakes as a mom but it only helps when we stop and look at what's going on and say look something gotta stop I went through this as a child. I'm not going to put my kids through this as a child, as, as they are children. And then they grow into adults that has to learn and unlearn and mend their broken hearts. And, and some even undoing damage that they didn't do. When we understand life, when we understand life spiritually and physically and when we learn the truth about life which i have always talked about in every episode when we learn the truth about life we can live on different dimensions from our thinking and beliefs and perspectives and understanding god washed the earth away before already because of all of the filth and the wrong mating all of the evil and the blasphemy we are right back at that place again. If you look at our world, if you are here in America, and even in Europe, if you look at our world, we are at that place again in the days of Noah, when God told Noah to build the boat and prepare. And everybody looked at him like he was crazy, but it was so much filth going on on the world, so much evil going on in the world. The mating that was going on at that time, God regretted making humans. God had regretted that at that time. And look at the world today and look at everything that is going on in America today. We are at that place and time again because people are not getting it. People are not understanding. And I will speak about these things until I can't speak no more because guess what? God put this on my heart to speak about it. God gave me the wisdom and the knowledge to speak about it. God put me here on this platform so I can speak about it. And God put me here to wake up those who wants to be wake, waking, awakened up to what's going on. A lot of people aren't growing spiritually. They just think that they was put on this earth to just go get all the goods and to go do this and to do that. No, God had a bigger purpose for us when he put us on this earth. God had his own plans and dreams for us and his own purposes for us. But here go man thinking that, you know, 
there's nobody that they have to answer to. And maybe they started off on the right track, but got greedy somewhere down the way, got selfish somewhere down the way, or housed too many housed too many spirits that took over them. Now they just can't seem to get back on the right track, and now the world is going to total chaos and it. S H I T. Shit. Yes. It's going down. America's going down. We're not going up. Everything is changing. We live in a world today where wrong is right and right is wrong. Where women ain't women, but the men, listen, y'all know I'm going with that. The world is going backwards. America is not moving forward. And that's because people does not understand what's going on spiritually they are just being led and they holler that they are woke and they holler that they understand and they holler that they grown and they holler what's going on but they continue to live the way that they live they continue to allow them to be led like they don't know what's going on if y'all know so much of what's going on why aren't y'all getting out of satan's matrix because if you know what's truly going on in this world then that is your ultimate goal is to get out of Satan's matrix, but to live in it and to grow more materialistically, which is worshiping your clothes, your shoes, your cars, your materialistic things like they are God. No, those are small gods to you that you praise and you worship, but that's not God. The only person we supposed to praise and worship and be all crazy about like that is God, the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Trinity. Not materialistic things. Not what we have. Not what we can. Listen, the world is getting out of hand. God has plenty of patience and he's still having patience because he has not let it rip. He has been letting it rip in some places, but his ultimate wrath has not come yet. And it's because he is a good guy and he's still being patient. But the days when he's patient no more, when he cannot take it no more, and he says, I am done giving them time, then it's going to be the end. Because what he's doing is he's being patient and giving people time to repent and to turn from their ways and to get on his side and get from the enemy's side. And that's just in your daily choices. God is being so patient. He's being so patient. He knows that nothing new is under the sun that's happening. He's seen this before. When he had to wash the earth away with knowing them. Look at the earth again today. This is nothing new to him. But he's still being patient. He cries. He's, he has sorrow. He's upset. I'm upset with him. I'm apologizing on my behalf to him for anything that I've done. I'm, I'm apologizing to him on behalf of America. I'm apologizing to him on behalf of the people that's, that's blasphemous with his name. That's playing with him like that. I'm, a, I'm apologizing for it all, myself included. And I just pray he have mercy on America. I just pray he have mercy on America. And I pray that we continue to get it together. Many still aren't getting it. They still aren't understanding. They continuously dance with the devil. 
They continue partying. They continue to live in sin. Like they ain't got an answer to nobody. They can people continue to now I understand that we are all not perfect. But when you live a repentant life and you making the effort to to try to do right by God, to try to walk because he knows that we're human. He knows that we're going to mess up and have, you know, backslides here and there and stuff like that. But when you deliberately don't consider him, his commandments, his ways, a repentant life, when you choose to every day live in sin, to keep continuing to sin though you know better when you choose to keep living like that then God at the end of the day God has no choice because he has given us more than enough time to get it together he's given us more than enough time so we can't get mad at him we continue some of our people family members friends I'll continue to keep living and conforming to the world. You got one friend that choose to stay at home, get their life together, you know, build a relationship with God, try to raise their kids up under God and try to live that boring but peaceful life that people talk about. Then you got other people on the other side that wants to go and party every weekend in the clubs and to each his own. Because I know I may have some people that listen to this podcast and they still do these things. God is patient. He is patient. But for me, I don't do those things no more. So I'm not speaking to attack anybody that still do these things. But I want everybody to understand that these clubs that we are going into continuously are filled with all kind of spirits, demonic spirits, evil spirits, shape-shifting spirits. You don't know who you're partying with these days. And then you're under influences, under wines and spirits, alcohols, becoming somebody else, drinking your alcohol. That's why it's called wine and spirits, alcohol and spirits. Because when you get drunk, when you get tipsy, oh baby, you just open the door for all type of spirits. And you're not fully conscious and fully aware. And I know we all look at it as in we just trying to have a good time we live this same repetitive day every day going to work and going home to be a family we want some type of fun we want some type of excitement i understand that walking with god don't bring as much as excitement as being worldly does and i understand it because i used to be worldly the clubs is sometimes more fun than being at home. Getting drunk is sometimes more fun than being sober. Being high is more fun than being sober. Having sex is more fun than not having sex. Even if it's so toxic. It's it's, it's more fun to be under somebody hugging on you for the night. And getting what you want out of that person for that week. Than being alone and having to think that nobody loves you. And this and this and that. I understand I've been there before. And to make the conscious decision. To stop. To get my life together. And to walk with God. It did cut out. Literally all of my outside life. 
But at the same time, I was already tired. I was already waking up. I was already learning that the type of men that I was attracting, what I was doing, they was cheat cheaters and I thought it was this and thought it was that. I was attracting so many, you know, like-minded spirits, you know what I'm saying? And once I started understanding the world spiritually, I just didn't want to be involved in it no more like that. I don't care to be involved in it no more like that. Even with social media, even though I know this is the way of the world now, I don't care to be involved in it no more because you have to do so much to get just recognized to even just get get flowing on a good algorithm like that you have to be liked by all type of people and if you're not conforming to the type of person that they want you to be or if they see you in this type of light then they ain't you know it's hard and god knows it's hard but i still choose to walk with him because it's more rewarding to walk with him i'm not going through as much as i went through when I was walking in a world. Yes, it's fun. But it's only momentarily fun. You still have to go back home. Face your real reality. And what? Every day of the week. Every weekend. You gonna keep running from reality? The thing that people is looking for. Is fulfillment of the voice that they have. Some people just simply want fun. Some people simply just want fun. Some people don't have all of those voids. Some people do got the family at home, the man, the wife, the kids, the job, the cars, the everything. And they just want some excitement. So they still choose to dance with, you know, demons. They still choose to be them and to go get in an environment with all kind of spirits. They are not understanding what's the, the um, spiritual transfer that's going on. But I understand it all because God keeps teaching me. Because I'm seeing how things play out. I'm seeing just, I just would not rather. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to continue to dance with the devil. Club scenes, hip hop, all that demonic music, that is of the enemy. We see what the demonic music do. It hypnotizes you. It puts you in certain states of mind when you listening to music. Say, for instance, you going through something and it's just you ain't been having your way. People constantly doing this and doing that. And then you listening to music that's making you feel even worse. And then we know sad songs make you feel sad. We know feel good music make you feel good. We know murderous and killing music make us want to, you know what I'm saying? So it all plays a part spiritually. People are not understanding the spiritual transfer of the things that we choose to listen to and the things that we choose to watch. I've talked about all of this before and I'm not attacking anybody. But what I am saying is that stuff does come with a price because at the end of the day, you're still choosing those things over God and the way that he wants you to live. God, the ultimate goal for God is for his people to be holy, to act holy, to do holy things, to have the character of him. They say that, they say that, 
God made us in his image, right? If he made us in his image, if he made us in his image, then we are to be holy. Then we are to be holy like him, which is his character. Which is his character to be holy. And you can't be holy and still be in the clubs and drunk as a mug and has a fool and all of those things don't match. All of those things do not go together. You can't be holy and still be worldly. It's okay to find your balance while you are trying to come out of the world. God knows that sometimes it's hard to quit cold turkey. Yes, he does know that. And he knows that sometimes you have to take it step by step coming out of the world. But we can't be lukewarm at times like this. Anyway, look at the world today, like the demonic realm spiritually and on earth is something that I've never witnessed before. It's something that I've never witnessed before in my 34 years of life. Yes, I'm putting my age out there. I'm I'm 34. And this, this, I, I have never witnessed, you know, life like this to this extent. So what I will say is. If you are a person that's transitioning, I'm not attacking you or anything. Just keep trying to find your way out of Satan's matrix. The partying, the clubbing, the shindigs. Back in the day, the clubs to them was the jukebox joint. You know what I'm saying? All of that. And they still made a difference in, just like if we remember Color Purple. And her dad was a preacher and Suge was a blues singer. The world, their world still didn't match. And he still couldn't, you know, love his daughter the way he wanted to because he was following God. And God says in Corinthians, I think it's second Corinthians, first or second Corinthians that you can't mix like that. Matter of fact, hold on, let me find it. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14 through 18, the message version. It says, don't become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not partnership. That's war. Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil? Do trust and mistrust hold hands? Who would think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? But that is exactly what we are. Each of us a temple in whom God lives. God himself put it this way. I'll live in them. Move into them. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. The word of the master, God. 
So I was making a reference of her color purple when she was singing the blues and going to the juke joints and, and fanning her little, you know, her little tail and shimmying. And her father was a preacher and a pastor and they both couldn't mix and he couldn't have and he wouldn't have anything to do with her until she did change her life over and you know give her life to God which is in the end when she came and she came to the church singing her gospel songs and then he was able to receive her she received him but God do say come from among them the clean can't mix with the unclean that Christian girl every Sunday who's in her Bible every night can't really mix with her worldly friend that goes to the club every single day of the weekend who have, um, you know, sinful sex every day of the week. And, you know, they kind of live two different lives. And God told his daughter to come from among them. Now, you can work on your friend and try to help them as much as you can. But when you see that y'all life don't mix at all, you have to come from among them if you are being obedient to God. Now, 2 Corinthians is in the New Testament, not the Old, if we're going to go there. So who's actually breaking out of Satan's matrix? Is it that person that's still going to the club just saying, I just want a little music, have a little fun, and drink a little drinks, and do this and do this ever so often? Or that person who's coming from among those type of people and those type of spirits and living the way God actually wants them to live? And again, there's no attack to anybody that still does it, and that is in transition. But if you are in your word and trying to follow God, then you can't really have step, and you can because he's a forgiving God but y'all relationship will be up to y'all but on that day when his wrath comes I just hope that you are in a space where you know you make it and you're okay you know with God so there's no judgments on there but I'm just speaking in reference to our conversation today on who's breaking out of the matrix Who's understanding that we still don't understand spiritually what's at stake with our day-to-day choices of choosing to live the way God intended versus living in Satan's matrix, which is everything against what God says and wants, everything against what he intended for us when he created us into being. Satan matrix is living a life of sin and making people feel like it's not sin or it's not that bad or trusting or twisting the scenario and experience. However, he manipulates it to get people to be blinded and to have clouded judgment, not to choose correctly. He basically wants us deaf, blind, and dumb. But when you wake up to his foolishness, his agents, his setups, and all of the vessels he used spiritually and physically, life gets very interesting. Learning you've been under spells, wickedness, and delusion. He only has one goal, and again, is to take as many people to the lake of fire with him for eternity. This is all life is about when it comes to the devil. And when you don't choose God wholeheartedly and stop playing in the devil's den, you choose Satan and his matrix and to live in sin because living for God may not bring you much entertainment and excitement. And it may be challenging, but all in all, it's an evolving experience. Is that we're spiritual beings. That earth isn't our home. It's just a pass through. 
but you can get stuck here learning the lessons over and over again lifetime after lifetime deja vu after deja vu when you finally get it and jump out of the enemy's matrix you won't come back here reliving the same storyline you walk a new story so who's gonna break out of the matrix of matrix of sin and living for the enemy spiritually choosing the life you live and the role you play in the bigger picture of humanity and the war against good and evil sin and righteous living constantly giving into sin is housing unclean spirits and giving into the enemy's matrix sinning plays a part physically and spiritually sinning is what's being done physically and spiritually it's not in alignment with god but to constantly sin without repentance or remorse to the father means you're walking with walking with the devil and dancing with the devil and at that point of sinning unrepentantly remorsefully unremorsefully with no consideration or care to God means you're consciously choosing a side and it's always been God versus Satan since the beginning and if you're not consciously choosing God then you're consciously choosing the enemy because you consciously don't want to live righteously for the for God you don't want to live without sin I've had talks with people I've tried to plant repentance and choosing to, to start walking with God. And the response I've gotten was, they'll do it when they know they're serious because there's not something to play with. When you walk with him, you got to walk for real. So in those conversations we've had, I've had them about two to three times and gotten the same answer in the same space. They constantly and consciously choose to basically say, I can't walk with God right now because I don't want to play with him. When I know I'm ready to be serious and to stop sinning, then I'll partner with him like I know he wants me to. But I can't give him 80 to 100% right now, not even 60. I believe in him and I pray and I say, Lord, Lord, but I can't stop living in sin for him. I can't sacrifice my fun, my sex life, my drugs, my alcohol, my party, my club life, my robbery, my thievery, my lying tongue. My life of living without self-awareness and sacrifice to God. So we left the conversation there with, well, he'll always be there waiting for you and inviting you to relationship with him. But he will not force anything at all. He gives free will and you and I have the free will to choose who we will, who we will work for in this lifetime, who we will serve in this lifetime. I'm not perfect by far. I repented this morning before writing this for telling a small white lie to. But the thing is, I still chose him. I still picked up my cross and walked, knowing it wasn't going to be easy at all, knowing I would probably still mess up. And I knew as long as I kept trying and kept choosing him and kept building my relationship and kept reading my Bible, kept having a heart of repentance and kept doing the will of my father that he would keep working on me from the inside out he would keep molding shaking shaping and forming me into who he called me to be the thing is i don't have a sinful heart where i deliberately want to sin and do things against god or do wrong to others or gossip or plot or scheme on people and try to hurt others i don't have a hateful heart or a heart of sin I just mess up sometimes, not intentionally, but I make mistakes and I still repent every single day. I bring what I've done to confession to God and repent, 
But the thing is, I chose him knowing I wasn't perfect or that it wouldn't be easy. But I made a choice that I'd rather serve him than Satan because I've been I've been worldly before. I used to live in sin doing what I wanted to do with not occurring a world. Because I was having fun, situations was litty, and I was popping in my younger days and years. But, at, but as I was having fun, life was still happening to me more and more, and I got tired of being hurt by the dudes I was in sin with, thinking I was in love and getting cheated on and made a fool of. My life of sin costed me, and I used to cry like a baby when things happened while living in sin. I literally got tired and left that lifestyle of fun but sin and started walking with God that last time he knocked I answered invited him in and it's been us ever since I don't regret it yeah I backslid a time or two or three but I got but I picked myself up and kept walking forward with him saying no to the enemy when he presented his, himself and I caught on knowing it was him trying to get me and whoever he was using or his schemes and his tactics so it's all about learning the enemy knowing and growing about making the effort to do right and making the effort to deliberately choose who you will serve and who you will make the choice to live for if you want to get out of satan's matrix then you have to consciously make the decision to stop living in sin and to live righteously and sometimes that's hard for people to do sometimes people have wounds that needs healing first before they can do that sometimes people need to be delivered from spirits but guess what when you walk and partner with god he feels those wounds and those voids and he delivers you from those spirits because when those spirits live within you and you tell God, okay, I'm ready to partner with you and I repent, come among me and come and live within me. Guess what? He evicts the enemy. The enemy has to go because now that it's God's house and God will rearrange things and move furniture within you. But he evicts every spirit that's not supposed to be there. And it will be hard work. And it will always be a challenge to live righteously and to not fall into the traps of the enemy. But God knows that. That's why we don't give up and we keep going and we keep carrying our cross. It won't always be easy, but it'll definitely be worth it. And to simply put it, I do look at life like this. Following God and becoming a disciple of God and choosing God is coming out of Satan's matrix. Choosing God and walking with God is the key to coming out of Satan's matrix. We know that the enemy is walking the earth like never before basically has all kind of authority on earth for the ones that don't know that they have authority over him. However, Satan still has uh, some authority on this earth and he has to take people to God and ask for permission first if he could do things to them to cause them hurt, harm, and danger to steal, to kill, to destroy. He still has to get his authority to God. From God, I mean, just like he had to go ask about Job, just like what well, actually God offered Job to Satan just to, you know, test him because he knew his servant. But Satan, all in all, Satan still has some authority on this earth. And we know that from the evil and the chaos that is going on in this world, 
all the wicked, witchery, evilness, hatred, impurity, perversion, everything that's going on under the sun that's not of God is of the enemy, as I stated before. So he does have authority on this earth. And the only way to defeat the enemy and to exit his matrix and to stop living in sin and to stop the devil from possessing you, possessing your vessel, using your vessel to commit sin, to be nasty, rude, mean, ugly, not of God, not with the characteristics of God, is to partner with God and let God do a thing or two in you to clean you up and to start walking with him in obedience because in your when you're out of obedience you are walking with the enemy of this earth and the heavenlies so partner with god he is the end all be all he is the beginning and the end he is the beginning and the end the alpha and the omega why wouldn't you want to partner with him why wouldn't you Exit the matrix by partnering with God. Get out of sin. Learn some self-control, some character. It's way better on this side. And if you are doing that already, God bless you and will continue to bless you. May his heavenly riches pour out over you. So as an advocate for Jesus Christ, I command i'm just playing i don't command anything i ask you all to choose god choose jesus choose to get out of the enemy's matrix i promise you you will not regret it the peace and the solitude that comes from exiting the enemy's matrix is one of a kind okay not to say that when you exit the matrix that life won't still happen that we won't still go through some things but we will be saved when God's wrath hit this earth okay for those that continue to choose to live in sin when God's wrath is unleashed they will be a bystander and not even a bystander because they are choosing to live in sin to stay in sin and to choose the enemy over god because they didn't choose they're lukewarm so when his wrath hits the earth what side will you be on will you get hit with that wrath or will you be saved will you get drowned in the water 40 days 40 nights or will you be on the boat with noah sheltered and protected and receiving guidance and love from Jesus. God, that sounds so good. Anyway, thank you all for listening to Setting the Captives Free. I hope that this episode has set some free, even if it's just one. If you have stayed to the end, I greatly appreciate you. This thing is still new for me, but I am enjoying it. I am enjoying being obedient to my father i am enjoying just speaking and releasing whatever i have within me whatever he imparts within me whatever he wants me to release i am enjoying the platform i hope you are too i greatly 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 appreciate you for listening 
for taking the time out your day to ride and vibe or chill and sit with me, you know. May God bless you and your family. Peace and blessings to all the children on their first day and first first week back to school, wherever they are. May God keep them protected and shielded as well as you and your family. Good evening, good night, good morning, whatever time this finds you. May God bless you. And guess what? We'll see you on another episode of Setting the Captives Free. Because what? Pharaoh. You're going to have to let my people go. And as long as they got me, and as long as God still has me here, breathing his life through me, they will be set free. So until next time, see you all. Love you. Smooches. Mm -hmm.